morning and welcome to VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Miner on Wednesday 9th of August. And uh, uh, morning, Paul, how are you? Oh, feeling pretty good here with a nice, bright, sunny day, clear skies. Yeah, hopefully it's going to stay like that for a few days. I'm heading down to Cornwall tomorrow, which is what we're going to talk about a bit this morning um, for a long, long weekend. Uh, so fingers crossed the weather stays the way it is. But Cornwall was big in the news yesterday afternoon. I mean, actually, it really was a significant announcement made yesterday afternoon by uh, Cornish Lithium. And you have to say, well done to Jeremy Russell. Uh, a few months back, it was all looking pretty grim. But he's managed to raise, um, at first, first go, he's raised about $67 million for uh, Cornish Lithium, which seems to have come from three sources. Um, TechMet, who are an original shareholder, who are pretty smart. They were already in there. Um, but also the UK government appear to be putting in $24 million, And also EMG, a Houston-based private equity fund that often follows the likes of Mick Davis and Brian Manel, uh, are putting in $30 million. Um, this really is a major, major move. Um, now, the one thing I would say is that, um, you know... The UK government put in 24 million is extraordinary. Um, and I just wonder whether they sort of bought into the hype of lithium. You know, Cornwall as a mining district, as most people know, we have a huge belief in it. But the real asset down there is the tin. That's where we can become a major mining jurisdiction. Uh, I don't think lithium, although there's, there's a lot of lithium in the English China clays, uh, that's basically all owned by Emirates for a tiny little piece they have done a joint venture with british lithium um but it's emiris that are going to get the bulk of the money um look it's great news for cornwall it's great news for cornish mining sector uh cornish metals has bounced up quite nicely because obviously people now feel that that's one that can raise the money and get into action our client tungsten uh, west um Look, you know, we're still obviously looking for solutions to that, but maybe the UK government would like to stump up 24 million for that. They'll get a much higher return in terms of employment and return on their capital, I believe. Um, and, you know, there's Alchemy Capital who are trying to build a, a Tees Valley, a lithium hydroxide plant. If the government wants to put in 24 million to Cornish Lithium, put in 24 million into Alchemy Capital. Um, but yeah, look, it's, it's great news for the whole industry basically uh down in cornwall for the whole transitional and critical metals industry what, what do you think paul what's your take yes and i think uh, the uk government here demonstrating uh, that they do take seriously that they do have to flesh out the supply chain for this uh, also they made this big uh, lending commitment to to uh, in tax credits uh, for the battery uh, materials plant to go in by Jaguar. Um, so uh, you've got to have these battery materials and lithium and, and tin are uh, two of the crucial ones uh, for sure, as well as the, the midstream processing like Alchemy represents. So I would you know, keep my fingers crossed that Alchemy is going to get something like that in due course as well. Um, but uh, yes, very constructive for just for the visibility, I think, of mining in the UK again is very good. Well, as I say, hopefully it'll open up the whole uh, Cornish and obviously Tungsten West is West Devon, but uh, industry. Um, there's a lot more work probably need to be done on DLE, that's direct lithium extraction, in order to actually get the lithium out of those geothermal waters. And it's clearly it's not a high grade down there. One has to be aware of that. There are higher grades in Yorkshire if you want to look at that play. 
Um, but yeah, pretty amazing to be honest with you. It really was. Um, got everybody jumping up and down with excitement. <laughs> um, now, also, I, I maybe worth just mentioning because uh, it is relevant to commodity prices. China has gone into deflation today. Uh, numbers out this morning. Um, a deflationary environment is clearly not good for commodity prices. Um, and I must admit, I have a, a, a there's a lot of similarity between what is happening in China at the moment and what happened in Japan in the 1990s, where Japan hit deflation. Again, it was very much about an elderly population in Japan. Uh, the characteristics are very similar. And we all know that off the back of that, Japan had a very rocky, frankly, 20 years. Now, I'm not saying on this podcast that China is going to have a rocky 20 years, but it does mean that I think we will see a bit of a cooling off for demand in commodities. So let's not get too excited about uh, commodity prices, uh, certainly short term, what's happening in China. Although they are they're buying a lot of gold, aren't they, Paul? Yes, they did. They did, in fact, uh, add another 23 tons of gold just last month. And uh, we've, they, uh, uh, so they've done 126 tons total so far uh, this year um, and uh, risen their total reserves to a, tw over 2,100 tons. And this is all behind speculation that China would like to challenge the U.S. dollar's uh, uh, dominance in global trade as the trade currency. Um, so... Um, I think they'll continue to add to, to their uh, bullion coffers going forward. Now, well, I know you love to talk about your diamonds, but uh, I'll tell you what, Lucara Diamonds have just discovered a, another 1,000 carat plus uh, stone. It looks amazing, doesn't it? Yes, it is. It's a very nice uh, stone, 1,080 carats. Uh, pretty clean throughout much of it as well from the photos. It's about plum size uh, is 1,080 carats from the Karowe mine there in Botswana, the operating mine. It is the fourth largest to come from the Karowe mine, and it is the fourth stone uh, that is of over 1,000 carats that they have recovered so far. Very helpful for them too, because they had this display, uh, this uh, disappointment in statement out a couple of weeks ago that the Karowe underground development will take longer and cost more than they first forecast. Yep. Okay. Uh, it's probably worth just quickly mentioning uh, Endeavor uh, Silver because it's uh, it's TSX listed, but it's uh, a Mexican silver, and we do like Mexican silver. We all know our favorite Guanajuato, but what's Endeavor said today, Paul? Well, Endeavor's numbers actually came out yesterday on their Q2 results here. Production has been on track with guidance here, just shy of 1.5 million ounces of silver and just shy to 10,000 ounces of gold uh, produced uh, for the first half of the year. Revenue came in at uh, $50 million on 1.3 million ounces of silver sold and uh, just uh, that uh, ounces of gold sold. $24.13 average price on silver, $19.76 per ounce on gold. Uh, but they did still come in with a net loss, $1.1 million or a penny per share. And the higher costs were due to exchange rate differences with Mexico improving against the U.S. dollar during the uh, period. Cash costs $13.52 an ounce on silver and, and uh, all-in sustaining costs at $22.15, so uh, net of the gold credits. So they do need to do some improvements on their margins, I think, in order to uh, 
give better support to the Terra Nera, the uh, brand new mine build that they've agreed to um, uh, as they get that underway. Their cash position stands at 43.5 million. Well, that's quite a lot of cash. Uh, maybe a couple of just to finish off with sort of uh, little points. We talked about DLE there. Um, one of the companies that um, seems to be going pretty well on their DLE uh, is Cleantech Lithium, which is obviously UK quoted. Uh, stock price has been going well. So if you're interested in DLE, have a look at Cleantech Lithium. And also, uh, it is the Premier African Minerals uh, AGM this Saturday. I won't make it. I'm down in Cornwall. Um, but the CEO, George Roach, I believe, is now in the country. Actually, I'm hoping to get a cup of coffee with him this afternoon. Um, but don't forget to go along and vote in favour. Um, God, I'm sounding like I'm, I'm doing adverts on the TV, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to finish off with? Is that enough? Just a real quick mention on the aim quoted Sylvania Platinum, the Chrome and PGM Tails Retreatment Company in South Africa. Uh, they have uh, picked up a new project in a joint venture, which... Uh, uh, We'll uh, begin processing uh, uh, tailings uh, here under the name of the Thaba Joint Venture uh, to uh, put a tailing storage uh, facility or a tailings treatment facility uh, alongside the Limburg Chrome Mine, which is uh, the first one uh, for the north portion of the west limb of the Bushville. Very good. Thank you, Paul. Uh, you won't speak to me tomorrow. I'm going to be on the road down to Cornwall, uh, but you'll be speaking with Ollie. Um, so uh, there you go. Thank you. Very good. See you. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.